0: Welcome to For Self-Examination. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. Today is Monday. And for you, that might mean a few things. Uh, maybe today is a bad day. Maybe today you're driving into the office begrudgingly after a long or too short of a weekend, going to see a boss that you hate, sitting at a desk you despise, working with colleagues that you are apathetic about. Perhaps we have problems from the weekend Problems from last week, problems from the month, problems from the year that just don't seem to be resolved. Uh, or maybe it's it's quite the opposite for you. Maybe you've had a, a great weekend. Uh, you, you've relaxed a great deal. Maybe you even had a three-day weekend and, and, and you're enjoyed and refreshed. And you had a respite from the world. Uh, but today is Monday, and what that means for you is that today uh, we're going to give you your daily week, your daily dose. Weekly dose of inspiration, your Monday morning inspiration. Uh, We're going to pull from the blogs of our counselors at Taylor Counseling Group uh, to give you some thoughts, advice, and inspiration for your week. And if it's not Monday, that's okay. Uh, You can enjoy the thoughts, advice, and inspiration all the same. And I hope you do. I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, Today's Monday. Today is all about you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to for self-examination. I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And if this is your first time listening, uh, which it probably is because we've only had one episode so far, uh, we just we're glad that you're here. And we're excited for you to join the podcast. So thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. And I hope today uh, is, a, is, a, is a great day for you. I hope it's a a wonderful Monday. And if it's not, maybe we can give you some inspiration today and maybe help you uh, change your mind a little bit, change your perspective, change your point of view. But hey, today's Monday and today is all about you. And so last week we had a, uh, a great you know, conversation about Uh, me and and my life and and my journey in becoming a professional counselor and what all that was like for me and what it means for me to do that. And so uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, please, uh, you know, after you finish this one, go back, check it out. It is a podcast, so they are free. <laughs> uh, you know, they're they're going to be on the internet forever, apparently. So, uh, so take some time and and check it out. I hope you like it. I hope I hope you enjoy it. Today, though, we got we got some great stuff coming out today. Today, we're going to have an interview with one of our therapists at Taylor Counseling Group, uh, Christopher Hines. Uh, he's a great therapist; He's been with us for a long time now, and uh, has a really cool practice and and loves helping people. As as best he can and and as, and as often as he can. Um, you know, he does enjoy working those nights and evenings, which is always great. Uh, and those Saturday morning times, because most of us, you know, we work that nine to five job. It's just too hard to see a therapist during the day or jobs won't allow us or schedules are too hectic, or we just have, you know, kids and family that we just have to take care of. Uh, so it it can be very difficult, but Chris is, is, uh, um, Wonderful enough to be able to offer those evening times and those weekend times. So, so that's always been great And we appreciate that he's willing to do that Um, So a little bit about Chris Hines Uh, He received his undergraduate degree from Texas Christian University and a master's degree in rehabilitation counseling from the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center since then he has been uh, working as an LPC, a licensed professional counselor, in, uh, in the mental health field. So he loves working with clients that struggle with depression and anxiety, uh, trauma, stress, uh, just adjusting to life issues. Uh, he has worked in facilities and private practice all the same and has also worked a lot with chronic illness, chronic injury, um, uh, from physical injury, right? He's passionate about working with adolescents, young adults, uh, to help them transition into adulthood. Uh, you know, which is becoming more and more appropriate uh, now. Uh, and uh, growing up is uh, already hard enough. Uh, Chris likes to say so. Uh, without all of today's education, technology, and social stress, we just kind of add to that. Uh, adults aren't the only ones who experience anxiety and depression. Uh, teens have it too. Uh, also, knowing what to do once you are out of school is always a complex thing. So Chris has a great deal of experience helping people transition from you know college to adult life to the real world and and what that can look like and lead to. So he has a great deal of experience helping people of all ages through depression anxiety and stress. and uh, and you know he he's he's been in therapy himself. Uh, and I, and I'm going to be very clear. I've been in therapy myself as well, and I think it's very important for us as therapists to to go through our own therapy you know, it, it helps us, uh, just as much as it helps our clients. So it's always good for that. And, and he's definitely not going to hide that, or he's not ashamed of that. right. Uh, Cause you know, we don't, we don't think it's a stigma, right? We don't think it means we're, we're bad people or we're broken. It just means we're trying to become our best versions of ourselves. And, and Chris is definitely, um, definitely, going in the right direction with that. So, and he also believes, uh, building a, a good relationship between a therapist and a client along with concrete strategies, uh, can help set people back on the road to recovery, to the road, to where they want to be, just get them on the right track. So, uh, all that being said, um, here we go. Uh, welcome, uh, Chris Hines, and thank you for joining us on the show today. All right. So tell us about you.
1: Well, um, I uh, live in McKinney. I have a, a wife, a dog, and a cat, and I actually have a baby on the way. Oh,
0: that's so I'm great. really
1: excited about that.
0: Yeah, th- those are pretty awesome. But tell us more about you, though. Tell us more about you know your life and and uh, and and what you do for a living.
1: Sure. So um, <clears throat> I've been doing counseling now for I want to say eight or nine years kind of crazy it's been that long. Um, I, I see all sorts of um, clients right now, um, mainly adults and teens currently. Um, and I have a lot of the uh, history with working um, with clients with different medical illnesses, um, chronic pain, brain injury, things like that. Um, so I've seen kind of a wide variety of different types of clients. Um, I always knew I wanted to do something uh, to help other people growing up, I always thought it was going to be a teaching, but I ended up being a substitute teacher for a while and realized that wasn't for me, so I decided to to be a counselor instead.
0: Oh, man, what a tough job. Um, I, I always think of, of counseling as kind of a challenging career field, but I would imagine probably being a substitute teacher is a bit harder.
1: Yeah, I mean, they'll they, they they all tell you it's very different from r- having your own classroom, but yeah, it was not an easy job. And plus, yeah, they only. call you every day to be in a different place, and they call you so mm-hmm. early in the morning, it'd be so easy to say, And eh, now I'll, I'll work tomorrow, not today.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine that would be me every day. Uh, yeah, I, I just know uh, I remember my substitute teachers in school were never really treated that well by my classmates. So I can only imagine how difficult of a job that is. So if you <laughs> are a substitute teacher and you're listening right now, thank you so yeah. much for what you do and what you're putting up with uh, it is truly something amazing. So we are really, really grateful for that. Um, all right. So uh, what inspired you to become a professional counselor?
1: Well, um, I've definitely had my own, my own share of struggles growing up with some chronic illness as well as that taking an effect on my mood as well. So I had my own experiences in counseling, and so I was hoping that, Maybe I could use some of those things since I've been, you know, maybe in some of the positions that maybe some of my clients are in. Uh, Not exactly, obviously, but um, maybe use some of that for good and try to help other people.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, So tell us a little bit about, um, because I think you kind of do some unique stuff that not everybody really kind of does Um, because I don't know many therapists I know a lot of therapists but I don't know many therapists that work kind of in the brain injury space
1: yeah I mean it's it's a definitely a big change for people who go through that and it's just now becoming more mainstream with all the football players that you're hearing about and all the CT but you know especially with our veterans and, and every people everyone coming back with with brain injuries it's a very difficult thing and affects you know all the areas of your life
0: Yeah, so you you feel like this is pretty common amongst um um you know veterans and and pro athletes is that i mean
1: definitely yes but it it can happen to anyone from a car accident to an accident at work i mean those are just kind of the more areas that we're becoming more aware of it now but it happens to everyone every day
0: yeah and i can only imagine how difficult that must be on family members as well
1: for sure because they have to Uh, really help help take care of them i mean you have the the major Uh, catastrophic brain injuries but then also you have more post-concussive syndromes where it's not as as blatant as brain injury but you're still struggling with your everyday cognitive activities needed to to work and and plan things around your house
0: yeah well yeah i can only imagine uh how difficult that must be to have a normal life. And then all of a sudden a car accident and, and what I think is kind of, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's worse than having a loved one die is, is the fact that they're still here, but they're uh, unable to, 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 you know, complete normal, simple cognitive tasks. Um, can't feed themselves, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, and the higher level
1: things like taking care of finances and
0: going back to work. And yeah, Jeez. But well, the
1: great thing about the brain is it, it has the ability to, to help and, and heal itself and change itself through neuroplasticity, mm-hmm. and we have a pretty awesome brain.
0: Oh, so it sounds like you're telling me there's some hope.
1: Yeah, oh, yes, for sure. There's always hope, always okay, a so, different way to think about things. Uh, so the brain is really cool. It can retrain itself. Um, some of the, the duties of a brain can take over some of the other duties and rewire itself. It's a really, it's a really amazing thing.
0: So now that we've got everyone really bummed out,
1: <laughs> um,
0: give us some inspirational stories of clients that you've worked with that have had some, some, maybe some traumatic brain injury. I think we call that TBI, right? Um, yes. or, uh, or, or, you know, something else, uh, just a client or maybe that, uh, or a, a close one, or maybe even a personal experience you had with counseling. Um, that's just inspirational and, and can kind of give us some hope and, and help us with that.
1: Sure. So, um, I usually worked with a lot of, um, in the past, higher brain, higher functioning brain injury patients. So their actual goal was was to get back to work and not, you know, just to do their activities of daily living. So I mean, I've definitely had. Um, I remember this one lady. It was her job to. Uh, she worked in a gift shop in a hotel, and so to try to help her get ready uh, and go back, we actually set up her own little gift shop to run in our. In our therapy office and so she sold you know things and to, to help her count money and plan and, and get back to her her job and she was able to get back to her job and it was, it was a really cool thing to see so i always like to do kind of thinking outside the box how can we you know do do something that's really going to benefit the person and, and and practice you know the skills whether it's cognitive stuff or just emotional and and conversation things to practice those things in our sessions and therefore they can go out and and do, do them in the real world um i've also had a, a client here at Taylor counseling group um came in and was really kind of really down on himself uh, having some really kind of dark thoughts and we really worked with trying to uh, realize that those th- thoughts aren't aren't true and really get him to uh, focus and be in the present moment and um and kind of take a have those thoughts take a back seat and i'm um, happy to announce he's getting married here soon and he's finished with therapy and everything went turned out really great
0: uh, that's pretty cool. So he was going from this place of total darkness, depression, um, and now he's he's happy. He's getting married soon. He's he's excited about life.
1: Yes, and so it, it can look so dark one day, but when you look back on it, it's like, wow, it, you know, I, I couldn't see this future then, but it's it's still there. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, so... Tell us um, some tips if I'm looking to get into therapy myself
1: sure.
0: uh, and I've never done it before. How do I do that? How do I find a therapist that's right for me?
1: Well, uh, the first question, I mean, if the finances are going to be something that's a, a big concern for you, you, you may want to look at your health insurance. Um, a lot of the health insurance will have something on their website where they'll be able to, to search for therapists in your area. Um, and so the ones that make sure that you, that take your insurance and are are accepting new clients and things like that. So that's always a good place to start, um, talking with family and friends to get a personalized recommendation. Um, you can always kind of see if you want to kind of get some, someone who's actually seen that person, get some feedback that way is a good way to start. Um, and just, you know, a, a Google search too, um, Uh, There's also the Psychology Today website, which has a a good list of therapists as well. So there's lots of online resources as well as um, resources through your insurance company and things like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I think um, Google and Psychology Today obviously are great resources and tools, and and we can thank, uh, you know, modern – we can just say thank you to the Internet for that. How did Um, you
1: guys do it back before there were computers?
0: I know, right? How did you How did you find? I guess the phone book. Yeah, Uh, if if that's that's still a thing. Um, But uh, I like what you were saying about insurance, though, because I know for a lot of people, this concern about finding a therapist can really kind of be difficult um, because of financial concerns. You know, Um, I mean, Dallas is a, a. relatively wealthy city um you know we have a pretty solid cost of living and it's a it's not a cheap place to live um and you know many therapists choose not to use insurance because uh it's so complex it's difficult to get you know quality reimbursements and that stuff um but uh but what does it mean if you do take insurance? Does that mean that you're not as good of a therapist because you're willing to work with the insurance companies? Uh, no, you know, I, what it, well,
1: I, I would say you're able to put up more with the headache of trying to do all the work to, to yeah. get all the the, the reimbursements and, and the paperwork that goes with that. So I really don't think it has anything to do with competency. It, it's it's just whether you're willing to put up with the headache of doing all that type of stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's a complex it's a complex world. So if you're listening to this now and you're you're really interested about getting into therapy and you do have health insurance, you know Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna, United, um, Tricare, you know just to name a few. There are many many others. Um, you know, look at your member number on the the back, the member ID number. Call the member line on the back of the card. A lot of them have about, a
1: separate number for mental health benefits. Yeah, them, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So call that number. And ask them for your benefits for individual counseling or couples counseling or whatever it is you want to do and and see if maybe there is, uh, you know, maybe that there's an option for you to get to get help for as low as $20 a session and then maybe insurance covers the rest or, or maybe your insurance plan is really good and it'll cover it hundred percent or worst case scenario, at least maybe you get access to the network rate, you know, which might be a little bit less than that $150 per hour that, that a lot of therapists like to charge, you know? So, so that's a good, that's a good tip. Um, if you got insurance, check it out. So, that's And if the, you don't,
1: a lot of therapists will do something called a sliding scale rate where they'll kind of mm-hmm. take a look at your, Salary and income, and kind of be able to slide the, the rate of what's something that you'll be able to work with. So it's not yeah. lo- no hope if you don't have any insurance. There are therapists that will be willing to work with you um, to be able to 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 get get you seen.
0: Yeah. So I think really the the um, the short story here is don't let money stop you from getting quality therapy. You know, I don't I agree for sure. Yeah, don't, don't let your finances stop you from getting the help you need. So, great. All right, well, tell us about a moment in your life when you were truly inspired.
1: So, uh, going to get a little personal. I talked a little bit about the uh, chronic illnesses in the past. Um, so, I have had um, two kidney transplants. Wow. And so, uh, both of those amazing uh, donors, one that's uh, still with us and one that's not, uh, they really inspire me every day to try to... To live the best life i can because they gave such an amazing gift that it it really is really something that's indescribable uh, but it inspires me on a daily basis to try to to live live the best life i can take care of myself especially since i'm about to be a dad uh, i really need to mm-hmm. aspire to take care of myself and, and do the best i can
0: wow that's really cool um and i actually didn't know that either uh so wow um, thanks for sharing that Chris uh, yeah, I think that welcome. is definitely something that will inspire everybody uh, just the kindness of others to give up literally physically a part of themselves for someone else and then and then getting that and paying that forward and, and just trying to be the best person you can recognizing that life is precious so that's really awesome.
1: Yeah it really helps uh, you kind of live in the present moment and realize how every moment's really important.
0: You know, I think it helps you just recognize the fact that a lot of things are just maybe first world problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can imagine that a lot of things all of a sudden become small when you're thinking about a kidney. Right. You know, or a liver or a heart. Uh, it, your, you know, the fact that your steak wasn't done to your liking at the restaurant, um, <laughs> you know, kind of kind of seems a little small when you're like, yes. well, hey, at least I have two lungs. Right. You know? Um. So, so maybe if you're out there today and you're feeling frustrated about something, something's not going your way. Just, just think a minute and stop for a minute and think about what you do have, and and maybe hopefully that'll inspire you and and maybe help you to lift your mood a bit. So, all right. Well, uh, thanks so much for being on the show, Chris. We really appreciate you having me here.
1: Yeah. Thanks for inviting me.
0: All right. You have a good day. Well, okay. Thank you so much to Christopher Hines for being on the show today. That was a fantastic talk about just good professional counseling, why you should get some, who should get it, and uh, just some inspirational stories. So we appreciate that and that time, Chris. Thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, and then, of course, you know if you need some help or, or you need, some, or you know someone who needs some help, uh, if you're in the DFW area, we're happy to help. That's uh, taylorcounselinggroup.com. You can find us up there on the Internet through social media at tcg underscore dallas on twitter and you can uh, just send us an email info at taylor counseling com, and then of course you can always just call the office uh, 214-530-0021 if you're not in the dfw area we're uh, happy to help you find someone near you Um, you know uh, go to google psychology today we talked about some of that stuff last week but uh, definitely just you know look around See if there's somebody out there that that, that you want to work with and, and start doing that. So as always, we're going to end the show with a tip of the day. And uh, today's tip of the day comes from Chris Hines as well. So thank you for, for giving us uh, the tip of the day and a uh, wonderful interview today, Chris. So wake up a few minutes earlier than usual. Go outside and enjoy the calming, quiet, and peaceful present moment of the day. Start your day off right. I can't agree with you more Chris I cannot tell you how often times uh, how often people will just say hey what, what can I do to relax more and that's one of the things you can do is just go stand outside for a few minutes close your eyes enjoy the wind know, uh, listen to the birds or, or uh, you know whatever else is out there or if you're in a big city maybe just the city noises and just kind of let all that sink in and enjoy it and, and start your day off right as always today is Monday And Monday is all about you.